0: Everybody, welcome to the Big Six Podcast, the Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brenton. I'm your host. It is, well, it depends on when you're watching, but it could be Monday, September 20th, or Tuesday, September 21st, if you're watching or listening. And this episode of the Big Six Podcast is brought to you by... Oh yeah, that's right. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL Sherry limited edition Bud Light team can with us. As you listen along, go to BudLight.com slash delivery now to order. I've got my Panthers aluminum bottle right here. Hashtag for the fans. Hashtag two states, one team. Oh, Breach has got a Bengals one. That's right. We actually, uh, oh, Wilson wearing a Bud Bowl shirt. You'd love to see it. Breach is wearing a Bud, Budweiser, uh, or Bud Light uh, sweatshirt. I love the Bud Bowl back. in the And
1: day. you know what? My my sweatshirt is actually Detroit Lions colors. They went almost all white with a little bit of blue sprinkled in. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, the Lions should wear a hoodie.
2: But that is a pretty uncommon color combination. Wear the
1: white. Bud Light hoodie in the next game, Detroit. Maybe importantly, <laughs> what place? Uh, are they,
0: what, are the Bengals in what place? Are the Bengals in first? What place are the Steelers in? First and
2: last. What, and what place? Are the
0: Panthers in. in? They're first. Oh, my, my, my. That's right. The 2 and 0 Carolina Panthers. First place sweep here for our teams on our Bud Light bottles.
1: You want what your first luck. place? What fortuitous timing for us to have these cans and all be in first place.
0: <laughs> those, are, those are bottles. But yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're bottle cans. If You want to get your first place? I guess you get a last place bottle too. If you want to get your first place bottle, go to slash delivery to get yours. This is the Monday Night Football recap show. The Packers took care of business against the aforementioned Detroit Lions, 35-17. Do we feel like Aaron Rodgers' breach is comfortably took care of business and we don't have to worry about this at all?
1: This was literally like Aaron Rodgers going out there and just surgically taking apart the Lions so that no one would say a single word about the Packers or him or anything else involving Green Bay or Lambeau Field or anything Wisconsin-related after this game. It was just like, you know what? I'm just going to complete almost every pass I throw. I'm going to shut up the critics, uh, you know, and then we're going to blow this game out and go to Detroit. Hopefully our defense gets things figured out, which it seemed to do in, they do in the second half. But, yeah, I thought Aaron Rodgers looked phenomenal. I mean, there were a couple of plays. I mean, they were losing at halftime. Yeah, they, were, they were losing the at half. halftime, but that wasn't. <laughs> I mean, the,
2: the Lions played really well. For thirty minutes, Aaron Rodgers should have had an interception in the first half that was dropped, and they that often sputtered. So maybe you just watched the final thirty minutes because it took you that long to get that. Oh, I watched, I watched
1: Aaron you're Rodgers go eight to ten for seventy-five yards and two touchdowns in the first half. What are you talking about sputtering? They punted once. You're you're uh, you're it's like for you're the the, you the, the Packers' sure. defense struggled in the first half. He
2: threw a t- he threw an interception that was dropped. That, he threw two uh, touchdown he got, passes.
1: He went eight to ten. What do you okay. want, Wilson? You want 100% of his passes completed? Are you insane? 80 percent's is not good enough for you?
2: Well, just if you're comparing, first of all, 8 of 10 for 75 yards, it's is is good. I mean, 75 yards Man, isn't setting the world so on we'll fire. I forget that part. That's, and, okay, that's, 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 fine. that's probably above average. And number two, Jared Goff started 8 for 8. I don't hear you talking about how good Jared Goff was in the first. Time.
1: He didn't ask oh! about Jared. We've got to take that thing away from Brinson for a week. He asked about Aaron Rodgers. didn't ask about Jared Goff. I think Breach was, I guess, I mean, Brinson, I guess I was
0: asking about the Packers as a whole.
2: Brinson was making a face as you were talking about Aaron Rodgers. And I agree. The second half. Well,
0: the, the way The way you were describing it, I was like, well, yeah, they, they definitely won easily, but they were lo- losing they were at half Losing, time. right? But that was
1: a defensive problem. That wasn't Aaron Rodgers' problem. Well, okay, that's a Packers' problem. You, you asked about Aaron Rodgers specifically to start the conversation. I answered Aaron you're, Rodgers. You're, you're acting like my wife and you're dealing to me. No, you didn't say, am I worried about the Packers' defense? Because then I would have said yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, dunk well, button.
0: Yes, okay, <laughs> thank
1: you. she's just gonna get Dixie a dunk.
0: doo dunk-a-roo.
1: <laughs> There it is, The homemade 1987 dunk. dunk okay,
0: right, let me let me refresh my own dunk button. Are you worried? Do you feel like the Packers did enough tonight to make us say, "Okay, we're not that worried anymore"? No.
1: See, that's a different question. I I think that Aaron Rodgers played well enough that I think they're going to be good again, and you shouldn't worry about him because that was something people were talking about after he played like trash last week. But (laughs) as a team, I am still worried about their defense. They have to play the 49ers next week. If they can't stop the run, Granted, the 49ers don't have any running backs right now, but you know, how are they going to do it? There's a lot of offenses. They're going to they play Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are going to put up 60 points the way the Packers play defense tonight. So, yes, I'm worried about the Packers as a whole. I am not worried about Aaron Rodgers.
2: I I mean, all three of us picked the Packers to cover the 10 and a half points, which they did. Even at half, even halftime, they were losing by three points. And I thought this was going to be one of those games where people overreacted. We talked about this last week. And even yesterday in the podcast, people overreacted in the first half of uh, the, uh, the week one in terms of how the teams played well or poorly. And then we would see the Packers we've seen for pretty much Aaron Rodgers tenure. I'm not worried about them because they play in a terrible division. Like the, the, the Vikings are 0 and two the lions are 0 and two, and that's not unexpected. And, and the bears are one and one. And you know, I, I, there's not too much you can read into that. They, they have issues at quarterback, whether it's Andy Dalton or, Justin Fields, and I think that the Packers will be fine offensively, and it may be a situation, and we've said this a lot over the last eight days, where you have to rely on your franchise quarterback to overcome a defense that either you thought was good and wasn't, or a defense that we thought wasn't good and remains not good, and that feels like the Packers' defense right now. Maybe they get better, but I don't think that's going to magically happen, and I think it's all about Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams and whoever else they're going to have to try it out there to, to get that offense going.
0: Yeah, the offense is fine when it plays the Lions. Yeah, I think
2: last week we talked about this. Aaron Rodgers gave up after two quarters of football, and I think that's something you can you can count on with Aaron Rodgers. Just like you can count on him being vindictive. The we, we've going- seen the Packers do
1: that every year. Oh yeah, he mentally game. checks out if they fall down by three touchdowns. He's done. Right.
0: Yeah, he starts chucking it deep. Yeah, I mean, he had some throws. But here's why I wouldn't be worried about the Packers in the in the larger sense of. They're going to win a bunch of games. They're going to win that division. Rogers is going to put up huge numbers. Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams are going to put big numbers. He the two throws, the one deep boundary throw on third down, on third and twelve or third and fourteen to uh, Devontae Adams, and then the touchdown pass, the subsequent touchdown pass to Robert Tanya, which Peyton Manning uh, described as he, he, the ball caught him. Those throws are are vintage peak prime MVP Aaron Rodgers throws. And if he yeah. still got that in the bag, he's going to be fine. The Packers are going to be fine.
2: He was off on a couple throws, but I,
0: uh, it's fine. I mean, well, that, Also, the, the rain, I mean, the, the rain messed up that game. That game goes way over the total if it doesn't start pouring down rain.
2: Jared Goff doesn't like water. We found his kryptonite.
0: He is he, a gremlin. <laughs> Gremlins don't like water. <laughs> well played.
2: I, I mean, Rogers really
0: had some tough throws in the water too, man.
2: But here's the thing. I actually feel bad for Dan Campbell. Like he, he feels like someone who obviously takes this very seriously, but he wants to turn this program around. You didn't really get that sense with Matt Patricia. You just felt like Matt Patricia was riding bill Belichick's coattails. Fair, fair or not. And it just didn't work out where Dan Campbell, you know, he just grits his teeth and stares at the wall for four hours every day from, you know, 2 AM to 6 AM before he gets going and then chucks a coffee. And I think the penalties were driving him crazy. the, Lions had a bunch of penalties that they had nine for 78 yards by the time was over. But they one drive early in the first half. They just kept going backwards because they couldn't quit making penalties. They had delayed game penalties that were untimely in terms of them trying to get back in the game. And you saw them just being like, OK, what what are we doing? But, but I feel like more so than, you know, I say it every time, Urban Meyer. I, I feel like Dan Campbell, I don't know if he has a plan, but I feel like the guys buy into what he's selling. I don't know how good the coaching staff is around him in terms of getting the best out of these players. But I think they've outplayed at least my expectations in the first two weeks.
0: All right, well, here, I had an, an ice cold take presented by Bud Light. Ooh. This Lions team, this is a, this is super cold. I guess this Lions team is going to be a thorn in, in, in team side for the entire year, strictly because of Dan Campbell. I mean, they might not be good, they're definitely not great. Well, I mean, they were great last week because they covered, but they they might not be good. They might not win a ton of games. Who knows if they'll even get to five wins this season? I think they will primarily, though, pri- though, because primarily, they are going to hustle and try hard and care and, and, and give it full effort for 60 minutes, probably up until like week 14. Maybe week 12, but they're they're trying hard. They're going out there and they're giving it all. I mean, that's a tough spot. Monday night football, home opener in Lambeau against a division rival with a ticked off Rodgers coming off an embarrassing loss. You knew you were going to get their maximum effort. They were leading at halftime. I mean, this is, you know, they, they were getting blasted by the 49ers and like it, through three quarters last week and still managed to care and to try and to go out there and hustle. And so I don't know that Dan Campbell's a great coach, but I think he's a good coach for what the Lions need. Same, sort of same with David Cully. Like, yeah. you, you want somebody out there who is motivating your guys and, and giving it his all so they give it their all as well.
2: And David Culley, too, we talked about him yesterday in that crazy fourth down call where he punted. He actually apologized on Monday and explained it's why nice. he did it. I screwed it up. And that's great. I think you know, our buddy Steph Stradley, who's a huge Texans fan, so we've known him forever, said that's all you want. You just want that. You can move on. People aren't, aren't clinging on to it. So basically your description, your ice cold take, is that the Lions are the homecoming team that no one wants to play.
0: Sort of. Yeah. I just think, I think they could play spoiler for, I don't know if the bears or the Vikings we'll see if they're going to get in the mix for the playoffs, but I think, I think you see the lions beat the bears or Vikings this year at least once. Yeah. And I don't think know, that
1: think- would be surprising at all. And I don't think it's that crazy. You saying that they're going to play hard every week until, you know, they're mathematically eliminated. And that might not happen anytime soon. Cause as Wilson mentioned, this division is so watered down and so bad. I mean, the Lions could lose this week and still only be one game out of first place because the two and one teams, the Packers play the 49ers, the Bears play the Browns. And so you're still thinking, Dan Campbell's still saying, guys, we're one game out of first place. We're going to fight kneecaps <laughs> off until we're out of this race. And so it's not that crazy. And you look at the, the start of the second half in this game was really where it still felt like the Lions could win, even though you know the Packers did their best to deflate. It, you know, you guys were talking about how frustrated Dan Campbell was getting. I have to think he was getting incredibly frustrated With the third down conversions for the Packers, their opening possession of the first half, that's where they had third and 12, 50 yard bomb to Devontae Adams. If you stop that, the Packers are punting on their opening possession. You're good. You're going to get good field position. And maybe you just get a field goal, but then you're up 20 to 14. That kind of changes the complexion of the game. And then on that same drive, the touchdown pass came on third and six from the 22 yard line, 22 yard touchdown pass. If you stop them there, they're kicking a field goal, you know? So a lot of things change. And then all of a sudden, you're down 21 17. And then the line's next possessions where they went for it on fourth and one and didn't get it. So it was like that just flipped the momentum of the game and the line. And then just, they have kicked there? If you're playing that well, I, I would. I would have given serious consideration taking the points. A 21-17 game field goal cuts it to 21-20. Right.
0: And then and then even if the Packers score there, it's still just because once the once the Packers scored, after they didn't get it, the Packers score again, and it's 28 to 4 or 28-17. Right. And then the Lions fumble. And then on that drive
1: on the on the 28. drive to put them up 28 17 that was the third and 14 you were talking about where they threw a a 14 hour passing to Randall Cobb and then later in the drive they converted a third and seven so that is Four, third, and sevens are longer. They converted on the first two possessions. Where you're Dan
0: Campbell, you're just you're biting your own kneecap off. You're so frustrated. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, yes, that's the ice cold take presented by Bud Light, that the, the Lions will hustle from here on out. And I think that they will mess into a couple. Yeah, I agree with Justin uh, here. They will they will stumble their way into five wins by wow. hard. And, and that will be good enough to finish in second place. That might be. Oh, good. There's, Lord. there's a, bold, bold
1: no, that is a That's, that is that's a
2: bold. nuclear hot take. <laughs> and by the way, they did it with a lot of injuries as well. I know a lot of teams have injuries this time of year. Whatever. I mean, the Lions are already up against it because they, we didn't think they are going to be a good football team. Akutas uh, lost for the season. Um, Terrell Williams out. Quintus Quintus finally to play.
0: Quintess first touchdown. Did he do that? Oh, yeah. First touchdown, Quintess 30 to 1. You had that? Yeah. Man, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Put 30 bucks on it. Wow. There we go. Yeah. Thanks, huh? Might have to order some Bud Light. Bud slash delivery. I mean the other thing too, like the, the third so the the third quarter featured only four total drives. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. So the and first
0: quarter, wait, Did the first quarter only feature two drives?
2: Yeah, they, were, they ran the ball. Both teams ran the ball a thousand times. Yeah. That, and it, that, that that first quarter took about 17 minutes. It was glorious.
0: But, I mean, that third quarter, you see the Lions, the turnover on downs, and then the fumble, the fumble snap. I think it had started raining on the fumble snap. Yeah. That's where the storm came in. And once they were down 28, and Rodgers, it was tough for them to score the touchdown to go up 28-17. Uh, in fact, it was a bad throw by Rodgers and a bailout pass interference call by the referees. Where Macy Crosby would have had like a dicey kick. Once it got to that point with a double digit lead, that game was essentially over because the weather was too rough for Jared Goff to do it. Like you knew he wasn't even able to mount a comeback in that weather. But I mean, is it fair to say in that that little
1: part of the game, it felt like the Lions imploded with a dumb call on fourth and one. Yep. And and then that fumble that you know Wait, like the Packers the, the Packers didn't force that fumble. Jared Goff just dropped the, dropped snap. the snap. And mean the
2: fourth and one, they didn't convert. The fourth
1: yeah.
0: and one, they, 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 they went spread, like a, and... yeah, it was like a—it's pretty hard throw. Yeah,
2: that wasn't a du- that was a dumb throw. It wasn't a, it dumb, was a decision. dumb
0: call. Yeah, I mean, I even thought... Peyton, like I mean, I assume you guys watched the Manning broadcast, and no, I watched
2: the the primary one because I I can't pay attention to like the names and stuff when they're talking to, to special guests. So I agree. I watched yes. a few minutes of it, and then I have to listen so I can see who's doing what.
0: Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to yeah. With the guest on, it's hard to do it. But um, I mean,
2: if I didn't have a job, I would watch that. <laughs> but it, I gotta know what's going on. So I it's hard pay.
1: to focus on the game.
0: Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Manning, Peyton was like, man, I would run here. He's like, oh, why did you throw outside to the boundary? That was- yeah. If you looked at the top,
2: they had three wide receivers to the right side, I believe, and there yeah. there were a couple guys open. Whatever. It's a bad throw, but I don't think it's a it's a bad idea. I'm fine with Dan Campbell going for that.
0: No, I, I, going for it's fine.
1: Yeah, it was the play call. We said the play calls. bad, yeah. and then the fumble and that. So. I'm saying the Lions shot themselves in the foot there on both those possessions more than the Packers doing anything. And that's kind of what turned the flow of the game because the Packers scored a touchdown after both, you know, after the lost fumble and after the turnover on downs. And that's then the blowout was on.
0: It it flipped on them. The NFL season is here. Celebrate Bud Light just unveiled their limited edition team cans designed for the fans. There's a custom design for each fan base. We have ours pretty much every game, night. There's nothing better than enjoying a nice ice cold Bud Light while watching some football. I actually had a, um, yeah, little Blitzburg. No, I mean these are NFL cans, but I will say I was uh, enjoying an ice cold Bud Light at the NC State game a couple of weeks ago, and it's, it feels pretty incredible to be in a like an actual stadium holding an ice cold Bud Light. Dip <laughs> it in. So good. Watch your, watch your team win. I didn't go uh, to the Mississippi State game, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. That was a bloodbath,
2: wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's pretty ugly. But yeah. maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll enjoy a ice cold Bud Light when we play Clemson on Saturday. They are hitting these cans, are, are hitting stores. These these bottles, these cans, clap your hands, are hitting stores now. And the old they're the only beer you're gonna want to have in your fridge this season. Head over to BudLight.com slash delivery now to find out how to get yours delivered again. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Go get your custom fan cans and enjoy one with us while we do this podcast. Um I have a question. Yes.
2: How do we feel about Jared Goff? Because I think Jared Goff is actually better. I've been crushing that guy all summer and I feel bad about it. And we talked about it over the summer where. I got rid of Sean McVay. Early on in his career, he. Yeah, that's the problem. Early on <laughs> in his career, he had some success after post Jeff Fisher. And then he sort of, you know, flatlined. I think he might be okay. Like, I think in the right system, which brings us back to Los Angeles, he can be above average. He's above replacement level in my mind. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Well, I was really down on him. I did, I, I figured if, if it doesn't work for Matthew Stafford, it's not going to work for anyone. But I feel like, you know, we just heard one of the commenters ma- mentioning they could stumble way to five wins. I think Jared Goff's going to have something to do with that. I thought he played well last week. I thought he played well in the first half. But again, as Breach noted, you just got to keep away from water. So every game has to be indoors, and you got to make sure the sprinkler system turned off.
0: Well, I think, you, my, you think they play at Ford Field. Yeah, I think my takeaway from the golf thing would be that the trade they made with the lot with the Rams – was a smart one, even if the Rams are good, because they got those picks and they still got a quarterback that n- makes them not like – Goff raises the floor for the Lions substantially it, it, versus if they just traded Matthew Stafford for picks, it had nothing. He's not Blake it, Bortles. Wow. like Blake Bortles was the
2: third overall pick in 2014, and he just he was overdrafted. And no disrespect to Blake Bortles, that's just the reality of it. I feel like Jerry Goff can actually give you more, and he could probably start – I don't know for five or six or seven teams right now. Hell, well, I'm not even one him starting for the Steelers. I'm not even joking.
1: I think the assumption, though, was that the only reason Goff was good at all in LA was because of Sean McVay, and it kind right. of took all the credit away. You know, looking at it, we probably gave McVay too much credit. It's not yes. to say McVay doesn't have a great offense there, but, you know, obviously watching Jared Goff now, he deserved a little bit of credit, even though he just keeps having his moments where it, these small little meltdown moments, whether it was that fumble against. Packers where you cannot, you just, the ball's in your hands. That's completely, you cannot, like a peewee football player doesn't fumble that snap. And then, you know, he he had a couple bad moments against the 49ers. So he's got to get those out of his system. But yeah, I think I agree with Wilson. I think he could start for four or five teams right now.
0: All right, well, let's listen to uh, some, let's uh, let's find some teams that we would take golf over.
2: (laughs) I just said the Steelers, like, I'm not even
0: joking. I think I I was, I mean, now, do you think golf would be better than Big Ben this season? If Jared Goff was in Pittsburgh in in
2: March, I, I would be fine with starting him. He's better than Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, well, no
0: doubt about that.
2: Yeah. Now, look, a Breach noted there are going to be some bumps in the road, but. You ask me, I'm telling you, I think they're evenly
0: matched. So they had Brett Favre on during the Manning broadcast and it was, it was a little choppy. There was some delay on it, but they, there was some interesting conversation about moving to a new team and how you have to learn this new language and everything's different. And and Favre was saying that, you know, he, when he went to New York, the way that the, the, uh, you know, the play calls came in, it was like, it was like Texas uh, 47 red 92 or whatever. And then when he got to New York, it was flipped. He's like, "I've been doing that for 16 years. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on." So they gave him like a new. They basically they basically were like, "Here's the play call," and they were like, "But here's how it would sound to you." So he knew. So he knew. Like he knew that like what kind of concept it would be. And Manny pointed out golf. Yeah, which says a lot about Far. Manny pointed out with golf that um, he's probably hoping that his first read is open, so he can just deliver it and not have to worry about running through these progressions. Here's a good one. Uh, Justin in YouTube comments points out: As a Bears fan, would you take golf over anything you'd had in the last six years? Hell yes! Would you would you would you take golf over Fields and, and Dalton over Andrew Gregory Dalton? Well, yes, obviously over Dalton. I'm just thinking about Fields too.
2: No, I think you still draft Fields. But, I, I mean, obviously, the Titans make a ton of sense. What about the Colts? No, Wait, I don't the right. Titans over Ryan Tannehill? No, no, sorry, sorry. I was reading the wrong – the Texans.
1: I said, oh, no, yeah, no. yeah. Very, very,
0: very. <laughs> no, I was oh, going to the list.
1: But, but I do mean the Colts. Obviously, okay. the Buccaneers, he'd be an upgrade. Right. <laughs> I think he'd be oh. interested – you know, like, with Tua down in Miami, I think that could be right, a little little place sorry, for let's him.
0: Let's run through this. So, I think we can take the NFC West off the table. Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. Fair? Yeah. Who would – would Kyle Shannon rather have Jared Goff or? Jim- <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, no, not Lance Garoppolo.
2: I hear you. No, Garoppolo. Garoppolo's two and zero, and he's played pretty pretty well. Okay, I think you might rather have Goff. But I think it's close. I think it's close. That would be hilarious. Like Sean McVay trades him to to San Francisco, and you know the two smartest young co- coaches in the league have. Um,
0: would the Panthers rather have Donald or Goff? That's a half a dozen of one.
2: Like that's that's literally a toss
0: up. I, mean, I think golf is pr- I mean Darnold's been good the first two weeks, but I think golf has a much uh, well, better well history. Yeah. Here, he here's well, I don't think if you're talking about like this week,
1: they call it up and offer to trade, you know, Rule's gonna be like, Yeah, we're two and zero. Darnold's look pretty good. I mean,
0: purple. like No, you get him in the summertime. You, you, get, have you get to yeah, you never traded for Darnold. There don't have to be all that drama. You just Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You get him in March or whatever. So what, what about offer. what about the Saints?
2: Yeah, no, I think that. You know, Sean Payton says we don't throw interceptions with our quarterback, so there you
1: Goffey, go. Golf would be good. Uh, Victor, uh, we're on the same page, man. We're on the same page. Offer would be good in New Orleans. without that offensive
0: of line, Kamara? Well, we said that about James. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you, like, asking, yeah, but we Goffey knew James long. had the history of, like, throwing interceptions, and there's always that chance he's going to have a meltdown game. I'll tell you Goff this. has moments. Jameis has games.
2: I would love to see Jameis Winston in Detroit. He would throw. He would have fifty touchdowns <laughs> and eighty-five interceptions. That would be amazing. But pretty you um, mentioned the Dolphins, I think the right, Dolphins. The
0: golf is an upgrade to Atlanta, right?
2: Um, for the long haul. Yeah, I, I was guess. twenty-six. No, I know he's young, but he's not better than Matt Ryan now. And I, I mean, you're rolling the dice in these first-round quarterbacks. Maybe they don't end up being as good as golf anyway. So I suppose, but I, I trade a second-round pick for him if I'm Atlanta. I wouldn't
0: trade. More than that, I'm just thinking if you go back to March and somebody said, "Hey, look, you give us Matt Ryan in Detroit, we'll give you Jared Goff." I think the Falcons would do that. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Breach.
0: Okay. What about the Broncos? Hold on, we're moving through the. Um, oh, we already we, know we were going all the way through. Yeah, Br- okay. leading the charge. Packers <laughs> obviously not. Bears. If you go back to March, I think it's a slam dunk.
2: Yeah, I mean they gave, uh, Dalton, Greg- million dollars. They gave Gregory Dalton ten million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Vikings cousins or golf? Well, cousins is playing out of his mind. And I, I feel like, I don't know if Mike Zimmer loves him. It's hard to tell. The, the Mike Zimmer name. hates Kirk Cousins. That's <laughs> no hard no okay. to
1: tell. He, he <laughs> okay. absolutely woes the <laughs> He hated him before the vaccine. I was going to say. Yeah, go back and watch all those press conferences from <laughs> the vaccine stuff in August. And it, it was like him wetting his anger out over the past two years. Like, all right, well, like,
0: I spent all my defensive money on a quarterback. And right.
1: and to add to that, I think I shared that tweet with you guys today. So Zimmer, after the game on Sunday, said, you know, this is close enough for a kicker and you need to be able to make it from 37 yards. And then Kirk Cousins, Cousins got interviewed today and he's like, you got to get closer. I don't know why we weren't trying to get closer. Like, I don't know wh- how you come out and no. publicly like It dis- like. So maybe Goff needs to be there just to get cousins out All of harm's right. way. Cause Zimmer does not like. There you go. Her oh, cousin. thank you.
0: Yeah. Victor Garcia hit the like button. Y'all hit the like button if you're in the chat. <laughs> if you're chatting, hit the like button. Good lord. Come on. He likes um, only breach though. Washington football team.
2: No, I think Taylor Heineke is Oh, I don't think
0: so. The fans
2: love him. I, I think the the locals love him. You're about
0: to, to march. you went about to march.
2: Yeah, I know. So instead
0: I, you Fitzpatrick never happens.
2: Well, yeah, then 100% you do it.
0: Yeah, so you get you just get golf. You don't use Heineke as your backup.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: Dallas Cowboys, obviously, know. Ooh, Debo. Ooh.
2: <laughs> well, they trade but, it for mustache. So I don't. I mean, mustache obviously isn't as good as, Gardner-Michel obviously isn't as good as Jerry Goff. But,
0: I mean, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Jerry Goff? No,
2: that's that's a no from me, dog.
0: <laughs> All right, you can mute yourself again. Well, uh, I think it's a yes, of Philly. I don't know. I think I think it was nah, that's, uh, it's close. It's close. I think the other team in this division, that's a question, though. The Giants? You're taking golf over Daniel Jones. <laughs> of course, Daniel Jones. Although played, behind that offensive line, golf would be real trouble. Daniel
2: Jones played the best game of his life last week, so that that's sort of one of But over the summer,
0: you're like, yeah. Right. Uh, Houston Texans, obviously an upgrade. Tennessee Titans, no. If you went back in March, would the Colts take Carson Wentz or Jared Goff? I think I, mean, take our, I think Jared Goff between, with that offensive line would be good. Uh, yeah, well, we thought that about Carson Wentz hasn't been bad. He's just so injury prone. Like, how do you hurt both? Right? Just give me Jared Goff. Yeah, I, I think that. Uh, you? Sh- uh, Jaguars, you don't. I mean, you're not taking Goff over Trevor Lawrence, obviously.
2: Yeah, trade the first overall pick to the Rams. Why not? Rams don't like draft picks anyway. They might give
0: it back to you. <laughs> uh, Bills, no. Dolphins, you mentioned breach. I think I th- probably. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think so too.
2: Especially over, I don't know how the Dolphins felt over the, the early spring, but he had a bad season last season because of the hip and everything else. But again, the injuries are a concern for Tua, who bruises hips. The tests are negative, so we'll see if he plays this week. I mean,
1: golf's still only 26 years old. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing with Tua was that, there was all this, obviously, the injury risk when you drafted him. And you're thinking, you know, as long as he doesn't become injury prone, we're fine. But you don't know if he's going to become injury prone. A hip injury is a serious thing. And all of a sudden, it is sitting here with, you know, if you're Brian Flores, not just the injury thing, but whoever, whatever scout guys you listen to and you're, whoever told you to put Tua over Justin Herbert, you know, you're probably not happy with them either. And so there's Dolphins are a little messed up right now if Tua doesn't end up panning out. And it's not look, you know, he's only two years in, but it's not looking ideal.
0: Would the Patriots go back in time and sign Jared Goff in March, not knowing Ooh. they're going uh, to get Mac Jones? No, because I think they would have done it. They would. They would have signed
2: Jared Goff. Yeah, I think they wanted him. They would have found a way to get him. So I think well, they were. No, happy.
0: they wouldn't give up picks for Jared Goff.
2: How much? I mean, I don't even know what the math was after the Matthew Saber thing factored into it. So but.
0: if the
1: Rams would have. Cut golf after trading for. Well, for if the things, Rams had
0: given the Patriots golf and two first-round picks, then for, I mean they were. For, I mean they were trying to dump golf, but they wanted somebody back in return. Right.
2: Trey Cam Newton, I guess, for Jerry Goff. That I think they man. would
0: have preferred Jerry Goff to Cam Newton. Yeah, clearly they cut Cam Newton a couple weeks ago. We're <laughs> saying, Uh the Jets. Yeah,
1: the poor Jets. Yeah, uh, no, I mean you're, you're still drafting a quarterback. They were number two, and the Jets. Know, they want anyone who won't throw four interceptions. In March, the Jets were always drafting a quarterback at number two overall. That's right.
0: Uh, and then the Ravens, no. Obviously, Steelers. Wilson says, yes. Browns, no. I think I'd rather have Baker. No, absolutely, Baker. Bengals.
2: 100%. I mean, <laughs> you're trading Joe Burrow. You're, you're converting Joe Burrow to tight end, and then you're... All right,
0: so you, it's Joe Burrow plus Jamar Chase for Jared Goff. Who says no? <laughs> no one.
2: No, <laughs> no. I'm staying
0: I'm saying with Joe Burrow. Yeah, I am too. Uh this is interesting. In March, would you have taken Jared Goff over Derek Carr?
2: I would have thought about it. But I I'm still I was still in the Marcus Mariota bandwagon. But uh Derek Carr has proven us all wrong.
0: I think right now you would not you would not do it. No, hundred percent no. Right. But in March you would have at least considered it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I am not uh, Teddy right. Bridgewater or Jared Goff. That's
2: a I mean, Breach mentioned that earlier. That's a that's a good one because Drew Lock he struggled, you know, that's the truth. He hasn't played as well as he probably wanted to play. Teddy Bridgewater played. has been playing pretty well. He
1: hasn't played this year.
2: I mean, leading up to this year as to why. And he lost the competition. Yeah, so I would consider Jerry off there. And I think, I, I mean, yeah, I think it, he's probably better than Teddy Bridgewater. Just when you look at
1: the, you know. You Teddy's them been well the first
0: two weeks, but yes. Yeah.
1: And then obviously the Chiefs in charge. That feels like a coin toss, the Broncos situation.
0: Yeah. The Broncos, the, we might take golf over Bridgewater. I don't think the Broncos would. They didn't. What do they know? Well, they, <laughs> They've been in the playoffs fly. since 2015. Well, they But the, the GM there helped draft Jared Goff and... What about this guy talking about the Broncos haven't been
2: in the playoffs since 2015? Mr. Playoffs over here. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time the Bengals
1: went to the playoffs too.
0: <laughs> when was the last time the Bengals won a playoff game?
1: Oof. That's not the conversation, Brenton. <laughs>
0: Uh, the Chargers, obviously, no. So, uh, uh, t- do we come up with a handful uh, of teams? One, two, three, four, five. I mean, there's that's just
1: uh, there were a couple of maybes, though. There
0: are a couple of maybe. Yeah. Like, I did the quick math. I think there's probably like seven teams or yeah. so, at least five, you know. five to eight that could potentially be suitors for. Yeah, Benson loves March. Loves March. It's Vincent with an eye, first of all. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I do love March. Brent's March is Madness. Comments. Yeah. Brent's, March, Brent's Madness, is gonna have some March Madness podcast. I'm not reading the comments. Steve was posting them. But just for people who are listening,
1: going, why is he talking about the month of March? So, oh, I
0: thought it was obvious.
1: Uh, forgot right. for all the audio people. Audio only. We're reading YouTube
0: comments live. Yeah. So where do we go for here for the Packers?
2: I mean, they're going to first place in the division in a couple weeks, and and that'll be that.
0: What's next? At the 49ers, Steelers at home, at Bengals, at Bears. What is the Packers' record heading to uh, when they welcome Washington on October 24th? Give me a 40. At
2: 49ers, would you say Steelers? Steelers at home,
0: at Bengals, at Bears.
1: They should win three games. I I feel like three and one, four and 0 at best, two and two at worst.
0: Yeah. So, I'm thinking four and two, worst case scenario. Totally. Yeah. I, I think they, I mean, I'm biased with the 49. S- Sunday night against, San I think San Francisco beats them. Yeah. I think they beat Pittsburgh at home. I think they beat Cincy and Chicago on the road.
2: Well, San Francisco, they did travel. This will be their first home game. To their credit, they won two games.
0: To the owns
1: Matt LaFour. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers again. Sometimes. But the Packers beat them last year 37 to like 14 or something. Oh, there you go. I mean, they you had can say crew. all the injuries the 49ers had, but... That's
2: a very quiet breach dunk.
1: They still destroyed them.
2: That's a breach layup with slaps. Oh, he missed! <laughs> <laughs> he
0: missed! Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring. That was like
1: midseason. <laughs> everyone was everyone was hurt for San Francisco. Yeah, so that's them. all you heard about. Yeah, I don't count that. Um, yeah, that was, that was 34-17. <laughs> that was the final score.
2: Although I am dumping on the Vikings, the Vikings could very easily be two and a.
0: How can you go? How can you go to, to Lambeau Field for ninety nine dollars to see Washington on October twenty fourth That
1: seems like a good deal. Yeah.
0: Or and you? I mean, all those enough. games are
1: tough. It's not like the Steelers. If TJ Watt's back, they have a good enough defense. Uh, Rogers always had trouble with the Bengals. He's one and two all time, and his only win. <laughs> oh, his only win was he was like a twelve point favorite, and he won in overtime. Uh, and then the Bears is it? notoriously
0: a always had trouble with the Bengals in his career. Nah, I'm
1: going down to Chicago next, and the Bears are a divisional game. I'm saying that these aren't like all layup games. There's certainly you could argue that any one of them so can they'll, be
0: there'll be, I would guess, slight dogs at San Francisco. I think they're three or four point underdogs. Yeah, yeah. there'll be three point dogs at San Francisco, three point favorites at Pittsburgh, maybe five point favorites. There'll be three point favorites at least at Cincinnati. And, yeah. and three point favorites at Chicago. Yeah, it'll be it'll be five and a half at in Cincinnati. I mean, it going to be 11 and a half point favorites against the Bengals at home. That's a lot.
2: Cincinnati's going to win. I mean, Cincinnati's going to win. Cincinnati's going to lose by fifty points to the Steelers. That's
0: <laughs> going to. But then they're going to beat Jacksonville by
1: fifty the next week. So we're going to be back where we, we started.
0: I'm just saying it's like when you when you give some, you make somebody say. I mean, the Panthers are seven and a half point favorites on the road on Thursday, which is insane. Are they playing Houston? It must be Houston. Yeah, I mean, that means there would be 13 and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, you just add six points if it's it's away versus home. For home field advantage, I only had three. That's but you take away three from one team and then add three to the next team. I don't do that way, though.
2: About when's ever Wilson learn it?
0: <laughs> learn
1: it. And, and um, usually I would say the the, the uh, Packers got dealt a rough hand because they just played a Monday night game. And they have to travel halfway across the country for a Sunday game. But man, the Raiders and the Ravens proved that uh, usually teams struggle in that situation. But the Raiders and Ravens both pulled off some wildly impressive victories dealing with that same situation
0: last week. Yep. True. Speaking it's of the Ravens, that's what's up next for the lions. Eesh. The Ravens are at the lions the lions at bears lions at Vikings, Bengals at lions. How many of those do they win? How many of those do they cover? I guess might be a better answer.
2: I mean, they could, they could win the bears game.
1: <sighs> we said four knows best case for the Packers and two and two is worst case. I feel like two and two is the
0: best case for the lions. I agree with that, I believe. Absolute best case. Uh, they could win three of those games.
2: Well, two of them are on the road at Chicago at Minnesota. They're probably I mean, yeah, they're probably not winning this game.
0: I think they could beat Chicago and Minnesota and Cincinnati. They could. They're probably cold.
2: it'll be tough sledding. And they have the injuries to do terrible.
0: It. Right. And their offense is not ideal.
2: Also correct. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're not very good, but they try. Other hard. than that, they're fine. Uh, anything else to cover here? Oh, uh I would point this out about this game, actually, before we go. I love the A.J. Dillon overs in this game. He had a false start from the running back position, which is not usual. You don't see that every day. You don't see it every day. And he had a bad pass pro situation where Roger got sacked, and he didn't see very many snaps after that. Aaron Jones, of course, had a monster game, including three receiving touchdowns. Devontae Adams, huge game. TJ Hawkinson looks like he's going to be a fantasy number oh, one. He was so right good. In. Yeah. So good. He had that awesome touchdown catch. Uh, Gronk was on the Manning broadcast when he caught that too, which was, he thought would be better, but Gronk was terrible. Um, he was. Yeah, he, he was just kind of broken out. And uh, Packers defense is definitely a problem right now, which is my takeaways. Anything else?
1: And uh, somehow Jared Goff was the Lions leading rusher. I thought that was the weird sad yeah. of the night.
2: That's not great. Not great. By the way, A.J. Dillon is the running back they took in the second round when they refused to draft any wide receivers, which probably just made Aaron Rodgers even angrier last year during the 2020 draft. True. Good point. So he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder
1: against the 49ers who didn't draft him in 2005. Full
0: circle, entire career right now. Do you
2: know who the offensive coordinator was of that 49ers team? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy.
0: He even suggested Draft Alex Smith to Aaron
2: Rodgers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he took the job with coaching Aaron Rodgers. And 17 years later, Aaron Rodgers got his revenge. Got the last laugh. <laughs> uh, all right, that'll do it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, with a Brady Quinn football show for Breach Wilson. I'm Brenton. See you guys later.